Welcome, everyone, to the L7C podcast, Dragon Ball edition. You know what that means. We're going over Dragon Ball Super manga chapter number 72, and we have the Dragon Ball expert, Mitch Oso, with us. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Simple as that. And then I'd be remiss, every Dragon Ball Super chapter, which means it's another either a day before, day after monthly birthday for your son, Cooper. So I always got to throw that out there when we do these chapters since it was so close to the day. Yep, he is uh, growing up fast and uh, pretty crazy that three months ago, uh, you know, we were introduced. Just time flies. You got to make sure you check your watch and check the calendars because before you know it, whatever you got circled on that calendar will be long gone. So cherish every moment. Right. But yeah, man, you're excited. I'm super excited. Let's go right into it. Uh, the chapter came out. This was the first chapter in, I think, years that we had no spoilers. None from Dragon Ball Hype, Penzyro, Geekdom, Unrelent Gaming. Like the day before, there was nothing. So me and you on Wednesday, we were just like, there's no spoilers. Like, what the hell is about to happen? And you said it right. It's either going to be really good or really bad. And this chapter has every Dragon Ball fan and expert talking about it. So, Mitch, let's let's go right into it, man. Do your do the typical breakdown of the chapter. All righty. So, uh, this chapter I would say is broken down into one single part. Um, it is not broken down through different storylines. The focus is all on Goku, Vegeta, and Granola. Simple as that. So. So it starts off, uh, the previous chapter ended with Goku Vegeta traveling with Mackie and Oil to uh, Planet Serial um, and all the other fun jazz. And they arrive 18 days later and uh, Goku and Vegeta get off the ship and they look at the planet and kind of surprise Vegeta is that the planet is um, peaceful. And they guess we're surprised that Granola just wasn't destroying everything. Um, Mackie um, points to the location roughly of where Granola would be, which is um, on a mountain range uh, far out in the distance. So Goku states that he doesn't sense anyone with any massive energy. And Vegeta remarks that he must be suppressing it. That's what they do. And they fly off. Mackie and Oil are staying back at the ship. Well, not necessarily. Mackie tells Oil that um, Oil should go and um, observe the fight that's about to happen. And she is staying there at their location where they landed because um, we see that um, Alec and Gas are on their way to the planet. And they arrive actually at the planet. They're just kind of in orbit. And they have one bit of dialogue. And Alex says that he hasn't been there for 40 years. And Gas states that um, that his planet or his memories of the planet are not particularly good ones. And Alex says that it's been a long time since they've been there. So um, it won't be like the last time. And Gas agrees. So there's history with Gas and something like that, which they'll probably um, explain, I would imagine, in the next chapter. Or- Near future here, and goes right back to Goku and Vegeta. They're flying to the mountain. They're looking around the planet. Um, Goku makes a remark 
about the ruins on the planet from the um, serial 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 um from the past when the sands destroyed them again not knowing that sands destroyed the planet and he questions if um, granola was the one that did all this damage vegeta remarks that the ruins appear to be quite old but the new residents of the planet are in their modern cities and those haven't been attacked at all and as they're flying um one of the panels here uh, zooms in on a location in the middle of the forest and then all of a sudden out of the blue um goku and vegeta are getting shot with key blasts and um they're very precise and accurate as they describe them and they have difficulty trying to dodge them but they do their part and um, vegeta transforms into um appears to be super saiyan blue of course um goku goes um ultra instinct omen um presumably here they're both dodging all of the uh key blasts vegeta having to work a little bit harder goku just we all know omen ultra instinct there and they get to the spot in the forest where the key blasts are coming from and they notice that no one's there and they are searching around and then all of a sudden coming from the sky um they're getting blasted with key shots again so um they then fly up into the sky to confront their enemy and then all of a sudden key blasts are coming from the ground so they're going um back and forth trying to figure out what's going on and uh, goku is trying to get a grasp of the situation and vegeta makes the remark um if granola is fast or is moving faster than they can keep up with and then goku states but that's not and then we get the sweet panel of goku getting hit um by something and he is in pain here and we find out that granola blasts him right in the back uh, goku plummets to the ground um badly hurt and vegeta races down to the ground and pulls out a senzu beam and gives it to goku and says i can't believe that or i hate to have to use one of these before we even see our enemy um eat up but i only brought two with us and he's only brought two beans with us so apparently they must only have one left if i can do my math right there and goku gets up and he goku makes a remark or vegeta makes a remark to goku saying that he relies on ultra instinct too much even though he hasn't perfected it so then dodge using your mind instead so goku says you're right he goes super saiyan and um and i think it's actually yellow super saiyan i I can never tell because i think i stated a good Vegeta was in Super Saiyan Blue. I think it's just regular Super Saiyan. But you're right. It is Super Saiyan because remember, you'll go later in the chapter. Granola says golden hair now red and blue. Yep. Yep. Good point there. And they're in the forest again. And Goku finally senses where Granola is and he shoots a key blast right into the forest. And sure enough, it's heading right towards Granola. And then he vanishes from that spot right before he gets hit and he instantly appears right behind goku and vegeta 
and and Granola is just standing there, and Goku and Vegeta are amazed, and Goku makes a remark, uh, instant teleportation, like with a question mark, and then says, no, it's even faster than that. And uh, Granola remarks that he has no name for the technique. Um, it's just a small fraction of the power that uh, elevated him to be the strongest in the universe. And um, Vegeta makes a remark, basically that he's cocky, Granola introduces himself. I am Granola, the last of the Cerulean's. And um, Goku asks um, if he's ever seen um, or ever heard of them before. Vegeta says uh, that he cannot say that he has. Um, Granola says, you may not know us, but I know your kind too well. That catches Goku and Vegeta off guard. And uh, they just go back and forth asking, just, you know, um, hold some. Vegeta says, You hold a grudge against us for some reason. And Granola says, uh, Why should I tell you? It doesn't matter either way. Uh, your tribe is fated to meet its end here. So he lifts himself or elevates himself up into the air. Goku and Vegeta are wondering what he's planning on doing. Then he sticks his hand out. Um, Granola does at Goku and Vegeta. Goku has this sudden realization of something bad about to happen. And then all of a sudden, the entire surrounding area just explodes. A humongous explosion um, dwarfing the side, dwarfing the mountains all around. And off in the distance, um, oil is in shock that Granola has his power again as he is observing the fight to report to the heaters and now the panel shows that Vegeta and Goku are up in the air. Now this is a very important part of this arc here, or of this chapter I meant. Uh, Goku asks Vegeta, do you see that move? And Vegeta makes the remark it was similar to destruction. I want to repeat that. He said it was similar to destruction. Holy shit. And Goku says, um, does that mean he can use other techniques? Um, and Vegeta just brushes it off as, you know, ridiculous. Um, Granola is a little bit surprised that they were able to escape and makes a mark remark that they are stronger than they appear. And um, Goku asks if they should attack together. And Vegeta being, you know, typical Vegeta says, don't be absurd. I'm in no mood for teamwork. I came here to prove myself superior to you. So, But Vegeta gives Goku the opportunity to fight first, which catches Goku off guard. And he says um, that Granola has already hit him once, so he should be given the opportunity for payback. And Goku surprisingly agrees. And Granola threatens threatens him to come on down and fight, otherwise he's going to shoot him down. And Goku descends to the ground and continues um, discussing with Granola that he is going to fight him. And Granola calls him a fool. So then Vegeta in the meantime goes and is standing on top of some of the ruins um, just observing the fight and he says that Granola must be up to something. He's going to keep his eye on the situation. There has to be more to this. There must be more to Granola than just another villain to defeat. So, all goes back to Goku and Granola. And Granola remarks, or says, where's that monstrous ape form you people are known for? 
And Goku says, wow, you really do know a lot about us. Granola says it's based on all of his um, uh, horrible experiences. And Goku says that we can't do that transformation anymore. Um, and then he transforms into Super Saiyan God and says, this is what we do. And Granola is like just kind of observing. First golden hair, now red. All oh, you Saiyans had black hair. Goku talks about it. And Granola basically doesn't care. So then they start fighting, and and it's a pretty intense beginning here. Granola is fast. He is precise. Whenever he attacks, um, he is trying. He, he's like using his hands. He's pointing his two fingers, his you know, his pointer finger and his index finger, trying to stab Goku with them. And Goku is dodging. Granola just keeps uh, attacking, 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 and so on and so forth. And Goku can't find an opening, as he states, um, to attack Granola. So then he goes um, Ultra Instinct Omen while in his Super Saiyan God form. And he starts dodging everything that Granola is tossing his way. And um, Vegeta makes the remark that it must become more accurate when being used with a Super Saiyan form, which is cool and whatnot. And we see some more panels of Granola fighting using all his different techniques. He uses one technique where he makes a key blast out of all of his fingers and his thumbs. He them all at Goku, and Goku dodges every single one. And then actually a pretty sweet looking um, shot on page uh, 31. Um, he's just, it's just raining key blast down and it shows him just dodging everyone in a single frame. Pretty sweet. And then it shows, um, Goku, he gets out of the area in which the key blasts are coming down and he looks up to where Granola was and Granola's not there. Big mistake because all of a sudden Granola now appears in front of Goku and hits him right in the stomach with just his, you know, just an open palm, kind of just like a, a jab with his two fingers, right in his gut. And it shows, um, it shows Goku um, caught off guard, and it zooms in on Granola's eyepiece that he has, his little binocular thing that, you know, makes his vision that much better. And then Granola backs off. Goku grabs his stomach and says, you almost got me there. I slipped up. And then all of a sudden, Goku falls out um, of his Super Saiyan God transformation into his black hair and collapses on the ground. And Vegeta's in shock. Oil's in shock. And Vegeta remarks that he targeted uh, Goku's uh, vital points um, again. and asks how is he learning uh, Kakarot's uh, or Goku's weaknesses so quickly and Granola looking at Goku on the ground here states your reaction time is incredibly fast I can tell that your body moves on its own before your brain even um, present or processes incoming attacks and but he said however even a flawless fighter cannot hide his vital points okay um, he states that as he dodged, he 
that granola observed the blood flow and muscle movements, and he learned exactly where to strike. Goku questions, you can see stuff like that. And granola admits that his right eye, the one with that 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 uh, patch um, on it, is the sharpest in the universe, and it sees all. And um, and Vegeta just wonders that um, a tribe driven to extinction, known for their um, evolved right eyes. This is starting to sound familiar. So Vegeta is now recollecting something in his past that reminds him of these Cerulean's. So um, then he looks down to the ruins and stuff just starts clicking more in Vegeta's head. Granola says to um, Goku, though, but that's not all that his eye can perceive. Um, it also can um, reveal that uh, Goku is concealing his power. And um, he says that he says that I don't know what you're trying to pull here, but you really need to stop holding back, otherwise I'm gonna kill you. And Goku admits he stands up and Goku's fine now, by the way, out of nowhere all of a sudden. Um he says that he even has a stronger transformation and and Granola tells him to hurry up. Uh, just hurry up. Um, as long as Vegeta is still alive, he can just extract Frieza's location from him. It's uh, it doesn't bother him which one he has to kill. And Vegeta, or uh, Goku is confused as to why he wants to know about Frieza. And Granola says, "Don't play dumb." And then admits that he sacrificed his lifespan in order to take revenge. So I won't do. So I won't let you waste my precious time here. And Goku says, revenge? Hang on, I thought you were the bad guy. Uh, Granola wants no part of this conversation and tells him to shut up. You want to pay for your crimes. And then Granola powers up to something. And he develops an aura around him that uh, Oil is acknowledging as well. And it catches Goku off guard because he can boost his energy that high. And Granola just, you know, keeps saying that he's the strongest in the universe. And Goku thinks he's overconfident, but oh well. And then Goku transforms into Super Saiyan Blue. And Granola doesn't care what its name is. And then they go back fighting against each other. And it's a pretty good fight. Just um, just beating up the mountainside, whatnot. Um, the Sugarians, I think that's the race that occupies this planet right now. Um, they feel the tremors from the fight, and they're wondering what in the world is going on. Goku and Granola keep fighting. It's pretty intense, and it seems like it's evenly matched. Um, no signs that one is having an advantage over the other. And the last little bit of the chapter here uh, ends with Vegeta not observing the fight. He is looking around the ruins. He puts his hand down on the ground. He Vegeta is standing in the footprint of a great ape. And he says, yes, I see. It's all making sense now. I think I know who he is. And then chapter ends. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think we just need to state this now. I mean, I thought I didn't think they'd fight this one. I thought it'd be talk first and fight, but I was obviously... 
wrong. And I think we also need to state that granola is a problem. Um, Big problem. Big problem. Because we were a little hesitant because obviously the beginning of this was Goku and Vegeta training and all of that. And the fact that Vegeta, I think this is the first time in Dragon Ball history that they've had to take a sensu beam before they even saw the enemy. If Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the first time in history. Yeah, because, you know, every other every other antagonist, you know, they've they've not had the skill set that Granola has had. Now, everyone's been different. Not saying, you know, one was better than another or whatnot, but I mean, Granola has shown maybe that he doesn't have instant transmission, but he probably has like, you know, instantaneous movement, you know, like what the Supreme Kai's use. To get from point A to point B. Because, you know, I believe that's a technique that's faster than instant tra- or you know, instant transmission, because you don't have to focus on a person's key like like Goku's instant transmission. Instantaneous movement is just that. You you think of where you want to go and then bam, you're there. So um yeah, granola just I mean he's he's giving them the work and it's intense. It really, it's it's super intense. Like what you said, he's he's an issue. Like page thirteen, when I first read it through, I think I've read this thing like five times already today. When you see Goku shoot out, like I almost thought he's coughing out blood, and I'm like, did he just get sniped in the head? And obviously, he got hit in his neck. But the fact that that key blast was so strong to knock out Goku, like post moral are Goku down to the ground that Vegeta had to give him a sensu beat. I'm like, oh, this is a little problematic. And yeah, like, he dodged with his instantaneous movement. I'll just say super um, instant transmission till we officially know. Mm-hmm. So basically has that. And then he has his version of Hakai destruction, similar. Because he just got these moves after he made the wish. So it's like, so he's faster than them. He has his own, like, Hakai thing, potentially. And we're just like, okay. And then, obviously, Goku starts it off like, Super Saiyan 1, and then goes to Super Saiyan God, and he mixes Ultra Instinct with Super Saiyan uh, God, which, at the beginning, we didn't think was possible. Like, mm-hmm. we were like, Super, is Ultra Instinct going to start mixing in with the Saiyan transformations? And I found that, I was like, oh. I was like, I don't know how Granola's going to beat him then. And then, obviously, Vegeta was like, so... Ultra Instinct becomes more accurate when in conjunction with the Super Saiyan form. But isn't that an antithesis to what Weesus said? Because the Super Saiyan form is based off rage, and the Ultra Instinct is based off calmness. But Vegeta just said that Ultra Instinct was sharper mixed with the Super Saiyan form. So wouldn't that contradict what Weesus already said? It's Ultra Instinct, like I've said in previous... um previous podcasts I, I feel like they they've had a whenever it was first thought up they had their rules for it and then as the stories have progressed then they have to change the rules for a bit because like what you said ultra instinct is all about the calm the calmness of the heart i mean if i recall right that's what Maris was trying to teach goku because you know um whenever they were in the hyperbolic time chamber uh, whatever uh, other one and I mean, he stated, you know, one's all about rage. One of them is all about uh, tranquility. And even even Beerus has stated that, 
Beerus stated that in this arc, when when right before he started training Vegeta, uh, and he asked uh, he asked Vegeta, "Is like, don't you all learn that one?" And he said that it doesn't fit his style. At least if I recall, that's how that conversation went. But I mean, just things are just slightly contradicting themselves. Now, granted, Goku was using it in the Super Saiyan God form, sure, which sure. Um, I don't, I don't really think there's at least uh, not like the Super Saiyan form, you know, full of rage and mm-hmm. anger and all the other fun jazz. But, um, but still, it's it's yeah. Things are not aligning as I mean, it's not bad either. It's not like it's oh, ruining the arc, it's not ruining Ultra Instinct. But you're, I guess, we're nitpicking like I'm nitpicking on it. I'm like, but when you when you've been creating a, a franchise for the past what are we on 40 years, something like that, mm-hmm. I guess there's supposed to be some discrepancies based off of what we've done in the past, but yeah, it's it's cool. I still wonder really what is ultra instinct because like we were having this discussion it's like what is ultra instinct is it you can you can master ultra instinct and you can dodge any danger that comes to you or you can impose harm to anyone you want to it just it's just something but we're we're just learn more about it as the years go on and chapters go on here but um I really did feel like that was a game changer. See, I was like, oh, that's the first time we've seen. We didn't even think that was possible because we didn't see that on panel of when he was training with Whis of him in any other form, mixing it. Super cool. It's kind of like whenever we saw Kaioken and uh, Super Saiyan Blue. Yeah, that that made the fight with Hit, um, at least in the anime, you know, it made it, uh, um, you know, must-see television. So, I mean... Um, it's cool that they're combining them together. Just whenever we get into the what is what, maybe we should stop thinking that far. But that's not us, of course. I hope you hopefully put to bed that it's not a sand transformation because you know that argument from CBR, who are idiots, and will say like, "Oh, super Ultra Instinct, the strongest sand transformation." But no, but um, granola hitting Goku. While Super Saiyan God and mixed with Ultra Instinct with that precise hit, and it's like, and oh, that was regular Super Saiyan, wasn't it? No, 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 he was just Omen, yeah, he was just Omen, he hadn't gone red yet. No, if you look past because he hit Goku on page 32. And that's oh, like, I thought you were, ta- I thought you were talking about the blast on the neck, my bad. Oh, no, nah, not nah, the poke to the stomach, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, my bad. And it's the fact that that hit. Knocked him out of Super Saiyan God mixed with a UI. Well, imperfect UI. Like, he knocked him out of that back to base. And, like, we were all like, what is happening? And it's crazy because this is Granola's first time ever seeing Ultra Instinct. And he was able to dissect it. He even said, like, I can tell it moves on its own. Like, mm-hmm. like that's crazy that you've seen it one time. And this dude knows the principles of Ultra Instinct. And we're talking about a guy who they're fighting who can see blood flow and muscle movements. So he learned exactly like where to strike. Like that. It's almost like, man, I don't. How's UI even going to do anything if you can dodge, but he could still see your muscle movements and blood flow? What are you going to do against that? It's dangerous, but isn't, isn't it 
at least in terms of the anime, isn't that the same as the what Hit was doing? You know, Hit was anticipating what um, was anticipating uh, muscle movements and hitting vital points. And then, uh, granted, uh, Goku figured it out real quick. I don't see Goku figuring this guy out. Especially no, no. since it, it appears as though it's not just like uh, a hit has time skip. I mean, I, I would I would venture to say that Granola knows every single technique in the in the universe, <laughs> and he doesn't even know their name. He just yeah. does it. And then Vegeta drops the line about the tribe uh, driven to extension, known for their evolved bright eyes. It's starting to sound familiar. I'm already going to say this now because a lot of the anime world was poking memes at that because that's exactly how. Uh, to shout out to Naruto, the Uchiha clan, one of the top clans. That's how they all got extinct because of their eyes. So that was actually kind of funny that I'm seeing the memes on that on the internet. But when Goku powered up the Super Saiyan Blue, you know, our favorite transformation on the podcast. <laughs> I'm surprised that Granola didn't say, dude, I already know that's not your best form. Because Goku's best form is MUI White. Which I'm still kind of shocked that, I mean, I guess I'm happy that the other forms are being used, but I'm just surprised that he just didn't go Omen and then see what he can do and then just go white and end it. But he's going Super Saiyan Blue, which is, I mean, the history of Blue, it's going to lose. But maybe when he mixes UI with Blue, that might be cool. But I, it, this is tough, man, because oh, Granola's already like, we're already thinking that Goku's going to have to go MUI and take this dude out. If that's even, if he can, like, I don't know, man. This is a little rough. I just, I'm, I, my focus now is, it's on Vegeta. Like, Vegeta said at the beginning that he couldn't recollect anything of Granola. And then by the end of the chapter, he he figures out who Granola is. Because I want to know, was Vegeta there? Um was he on the planet whenever this occurred? I don't think he was. Um, I forget how old Vegeta is in this arc. Um, they're they're pushing that age of like it was probably like you know whenever he was a very young child or maybe whenever he was born. I think it was fifty years. So hmm, okay, maybe I think what Goku and Vegeta might be pushing forty. I could be wrong on that. I could pull up the uh, Wikia, but. Um, just kind of hard to keep track of what year we're even in anyways. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I'm excited for that because I, as we have discussed on the previous chapters, I really, or podcast, I really thought I was going to get close to my hope or my prediction. And that was, I was hoping Granola was just going to just Hakai Goku. I guess it could potentially happen, but if it didn't happen this chapter after what we're seeing here, <laughs> it's not going to happen. But, you know, when Goku gets blasted in the neck, I thought Granola killed him. I was like, okay, or whatnot. And then when he tied the ground around Goku and Vegeta, um, I mean, it's just, and I say Hakai, just so that we understand what we're talking about here. It looks like it is, you know, destruction, but they didn't state for a fact that was destruction. So, but I don't know. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, oh my gosh, Granola is going to be such a badass killing Goku. But I guess we'll see what happens. But it looks like somehow, some way, Vegeta is going to. I mean, he might. He might. 
um, you know, de-escalate the entire situation. Because Goku, you know, he was trying to tell Granola, hey, I thought you were the bad guy. Um, what are you talking about with regards to Frieza? And Granola tells him, shut up. And now Go or Vegeta now remarks that he understands him. And we got Alec and Gas in orbit right now. And Alec has made a remark that Gas could probably beat um, Granola as Granola stands right now. So what, what, the, what the hell does Gas have in his arsenal that we are not aware of? What happened on this planet so many years ago to Gas that gives him bad vibes, but now Alec is just like, you'll be fine. Like, what? Like, I, I, don't, I don't even have an idea as to what Gas is about to do, but I assume Gas is going to be the one that Fs a lot of people up on this planet in, in the on upcoming chapters. I agree, because just looking at this, I'm like, yeah, you talked about Vegeta um, potentially figuring out, like, Gas and Elect on the, on the way, but it's the fact that so I'm about to, this was the crazy thing I was going to bring out about Vegeta, because I actually don't think, I think he's going to de-escalate it, he's going to attempt to, which is crazy thinking from Vegeta, but if you remember, just help me out on this, because Granola made that wish to the dragon to be the strongest. Now the dragon just brought up all his latent abilities and then decreased his lifespan, right? Uh, the lifespan, yes, with the abilities um, it had stated, you know, that like what you just said, that, you know, his power would be, you know, all of it combined. But but it's, I don't think Granola was going to learn Ultra Instinct or Destruction in his lifetime. So the, okay. the dragon also gave him, you know, the power to be, you know, unrivaled in the universe. I was going this crazy thing that since that power is technically, I was going to be like, that's not his. He got it from the dragon. Would Vegeta be able to force Spirit Fission the wish out of Granola? Okay, that would be actually quite hilarious. Um, <laughs> that would be pretty gnarly. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think that the writers are going to go in that direction. I think that would kill the arc super quick. But that's that's actually pretty funny. And I'm bringing that up because I was rereading that, and remember, Vegeta turned around and said that he could knock the fusions out of Piccolo. So I'm like. If we're knocking fusions out, can we knock wishes out? Like, like well, that would be wild. You know, th this would be like just a discussion just for another day, but it's like could Vegeta's forced fission technique split Zamasu's soul out of uh, Goku's body? Oh. Hmm. I mean, we're talking about his soul. I mean, that was a soul swap, so it's like, you know, you knock out Zamasu, Goku's body is just, you know, a, a limp corpse. But like, um, I would say if that's possible, then I mean, yeah, probably uh, Vegeta could just smack the dragon out of uh, Granola here. But because I feel like the answers for both of those are no. Because like Vegeta, because if Vegeta fights, Vegeta will be the one who fights when Granola tells him to wish, and they'll put Wolf looking was like, so you didn't even train for that strength. Like, you wished it, and then Vegeta would be punching him, saying, no warrior who doesn't train for their strength deserves to have their strength and call themselves 
the strongest word. Could you imagine if he was starting to lose energy? Oh my god! Well, that would just be a copy of Ginyu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would just be um, a copy of that. Now, I'm glad you mentioned that because I did think something um, in this arc reading it, and that is, is Granola undisciplined? Because he just gained all of these powers, mm-hmm. and I mean, he's going all out. Like he he had caught that entire mountain with no regards to anything in any one. Like, did he purposefully mean for his explosion to engulf the entire mountainside, or did he just... I wouldn't say that he can't control it, because, you know, but it's like, does he does he respect the power that he has? I don't think so. I honestly think this fight's going to end way like one of the blasts accidentally tries to get to the city and is about to hit those innocent people. And then Vegeta or Goku goes, saves them. And then Granola's like, why are you saying saving people? And then they explain. And then they, Granola's like, oh, maybe they're not like the people who blew up my world. Then gas kills them. That would yeah. be wild. I think you could be right with your um, prediction. You know, Goku and Vegeta save the uh, sugar ants. Mm-hmm. But I think gas is not going to kill them. If if he's going to kill anyone and, and turn this arc upside down, um, Gas is going to go kill or capture Monado, the Namekian in which Granola lives with, or at least they're going to gather the Dragon Balls first, make a wish um, of those two, and then kill Monado so they can never be used again. Because that is how then you're just, they're going to piss off Granola. And then Gas is just going to stomp everyone and everything. This is, this is good stuff. And I guess another thing, where's Frieza? He was mentioned this chapter. Where is he? I am getting. I'm getting. Maybe it's because these chapters come out once a month. It really needs to fix itself. But like, I'm getting tired of no Frieza. We we mentioned his name every freaking second. But it's show. Just show me sitting on him on his throne. Don't. He doesn't have to say anything. I only need one screenshot. I don't, I don't need anything else. Show me that the guy exists, because for all I know, he's dead. Because, like, there's just nothing going on. Yeah, when yeah. I was like, I'll get the other location to freeze out from the other. I was like, dude, I don't even think they know where he's at. Yeah, they don't, they don't know squat. Chapter was something, man. Like, they really delivered on this. There's a lot more action than I definitely thought that they would definitely have. And Granola is really showing that he's the real, he's the real deal. And I'm kind of mad, even free wish we could have had Granola on universe seven during the tournament of power. Yep. I, I I'd be willing to, uh, I'm trying to think who he would replace. Um, at least Krillin. Yeah. At least could you imagine like, I'm trying to think Krillin or TN. I think it'd be TN because Trill, Krillin would be there with his wife. Yeah, I think TN's stronger though than Krillin. Oh yeah, I do too. But just think about it—that Granola, Frieza, and the Sands working together in the Tournament of Power. Like, oh my god! And Granola be like, "I'm gonna win this tournament so I can wish back my like race." Like it, it would yeah. be wild, bro. Like, because he's well, um, see stuff with that eye, which we didn't even know what that eye could do at the beginning, and now we're just like, "Oh, this is the kind of OPI we got here." Thing is, is if gas is so so powerful, you know, I mean, he should have been in the tournament of power. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, as these uh, chapters progress, uh, these uh, arcs are uh, showing that uh, we didn't give our A team to. I mean, can you can you picture like if you recasted uh, the Tournament of Power? Um, you know, some of your your alts that you would put in there. So you'd probably remove Krillin. You'd probably put Moro in there. You'd put you get rid of Tien and you put Granola. Um, you would get rid of, you know, probably what eighteen, um, or Piccolo, maybe Piccolo, um, and then you would put in um, Gas. And and again, this is under the assumption the Gas is just about to just, you know, obliterate everyone. That turn that team would be. I mean, I I'm starting to wonder who would be taking out people. To be honest, too, I would even go further because, you know, this is Dragon Ball. They'll find a tracker. I Obviously, I'd trade one of them for someone on that team for future trunks. Yeah. Like that, I don't, man. That deer really, deer would have to start fighting early. No. I would really love to see, you know, some of, just based off of their skill sets, I would love to see Granola, you know, versus like a hit. Um, I think even pr- before the wish, I think, you know, um, Granola just has these like skill sets that would make it pretty cool against Hit. But post wish here, you know, Hit would just get, you know, just beat up. But it would be sweet, you know, Hit would try to use time skip. That little eyeball of Granola would just, just read him out like a book. Mm-hmm. And, um, or maybe it wouldn't. Maybe, you know, uh, it can't. It can't process uh, time skips, and then who knows if that advantage would be given. Um, Moro versus Jiren. I know people in the fandom have already talked about that, but I mean, just recasting the tournament power, that'd be pretty sweet. I hope Jiren's training right now, man, because you already know the fandom's going to be like, the Granola right now beat Jiren. Yeah. Like, that's already, I know that's already out there now because this dude. I mean, right now, looks he's had the advantage on a post-Moro Goku who has mastered UI, level one, whatever they're calling it, and could use UI in Super Saiyan forms, and he is going toe-to-toe with him and getting the advantage. And we've said that we think mastered UI Goku right now, post-Moro, is probably the strongest mortal at the point with that in mastered UI. So if, Granola, if he goes MUI white, Next chapter and Granola gets the advantage. I mean, you already know next month we're going to be talking about we put MUI white in the dumpster, or is it too early to say it? Uh, eventually, MUI one is going to be it's going to be crap. So, I mean, it's just <laughs> Goku eventually is going to make it more accurate, unless unless that's the thing. He just you know makes it more precise, and that's all we ever see. If they ever if they ever tell us. Oh, you unlocked MUI two. Then it's just like eye roll. Uh, just keep it as MUI and just make it better. And uh, but uh, Sand Four MUI. If I can see it can mix with Super Sand Forms, that's my new dream. I'm ready for I'm ready for Broly to figure it out. You know, oh, I'm, I'm waiting for him to somehow be so powerful that he takes the legendary Super Saiyan transformation and all of its rage. And completely masters it to where there is no rage anymore. It's just power up. And then he uses Ultra Instinct 
And you want to know where that's going to, I'm going to see that. I, I'm willing to bet I'm going to see that in Heroes because Heroes does that kind of stuff. They do the most outlandish, outrageous kind of things that we've always wanted to see. And they just slap it in their six minute episodes and just wants me, just pisses me off because I know the writers are listening to us and they're like, well, we're not going to put that in the official canon, but let's stick it in Heroes here and tickle everyone's feelings. It's stupid. That's that's so frustrating. They, they put out two new episodes every month here, and we're just wondering who's going to be the new villain in this movie that's upcoming. And that's a conversation for another day. We we do know the movie's coming. We're going to hold that for its own individual pod later in the road, maybe in a couple of days, because this chapter really exceeded my expectations. And Mitch, I know you are a guy who does like to read like the spoilers because you want to know what's going on so you have your opinions and all that stuff how did you feel not getting any spoilers though this time it sucked <laughs> it sucked i love spoilers i love reading things before i see them uh, it's it's a weird uh a weird hobby of mine um, but before i go in and see a movie I prefer to read the plot. Um, I enjoy knowing what's going to happen so I don't sit there and wonder and ponder on stuff. I can just enjoy what's being presented in front of me. I know. I, I also don't like surprises in, in general. I don't, I don't like, you know, surprise birthdays. Um, gifts are kind of um, the anticipation of a gift kind of drives me nuts. Um, I don't like to hold on to gifts either for others. I would rather just give it to them now so that they can enjoy it at that moment. Um, but yeah, so um, the, the only uh, spoiler that we did get was just that one um, draft of Goku and Vegeta um, flying towards Granola. I thought they were both going to fight at the same time. Everyone did. Off that yep. one. At that one page, everyone thought they were going to fight the same time. We're like, no way. Yeah, no way. So that's the thing with, you know, uh, drafts early is that they can kind of be misleading. But on the flip side, that's almost like, you know, video game trailers, movie trailers. They all do the same. Um, The classic one is, you know, um, in terms of movies, is like Avengers Infinity War. We thought the Hulk was going to be in that movie. And after getting his ass stomped by Thanos, we didn't see him at all. (laughs) And then, uh, but he's in the trailer running through Wakanda. Okay, that makes sense. Or if you want to talk about video games, um, if you ever played Halo 5, you know that trailer, that marketing um, was all the hype of, you know, Spartan Locke versus Master Chief. And did that occur? Yeah, it happened for two seconds, but then they were best buddy buddies for the remainder of the game. So, but uh, yeah, for me, I was all about um, spoilers and not having it. Was kind of a a bummer, but um, at least this chapter has delivered. So I, I at least enjoyed what they presented, and I did wonder because I did state to Martin um, to everyone listening um, when we found out that there was going to be no spoilers. I stated, as he said at the beginning of the podcast here, it's going to be a really good chapter. It's going to be a really shitty chapter. And when I said it was shitty, I referenced. Um, back in the Moro arc when Goku gave Moro the Sensu Bean. That was given to him, and we knew that was happening a week before um, a week before the chapter was released. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and social media was set ablaze. It was it was roast city on Goku, and you know people are saying that this is bullshit. Uh, Toriyama doesn't know what he's doing anymore. Uh, Toritaro is a jackass, and just everything under the sun, and probably even death threats. I imagine they got death threats because that's just you know human race in modern society. Um, and so that's where I was like wondering this chapter might be complete ass because they're going to do something completely controversial and they don't want anyone to know until the chapter actually comes out but uh, I think it stuck the landing pretty good just closing stuff chapter it says next is June 20th but June 20th here for us is a Sunday so you still think it's going to come out June 20th or they might make it a little earlier I'm trying to think if there's ever been a chapter on a Sunday like our like like for us in the West. Like I don't I mean if it would come early it would come Saturday. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't think because I think we've had Saturday chapter releases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but we have I, I I can't recall uh if there's ever been a Sunday release. But I guess we'll find out. I mean it, it can only come earlier. So it's like Oh yeah, bring it on. So it's either going to be on the 20th, as we all expect, or we're going to get it earlier, which would be great. Um, we've never had a chapter show up earlier than the 18th of the month, though. So that would be a Friday. I mean, that'd be a good time to no, pop it out. I, so I agree. I agree. I mean, right now, momentum's hot. They got to keep this going because no one expected this chapter to be this good and delivered. So really have to keep it going. I think here the problem is, though, is that this chapter is so good, but we have to wait a month. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of like it's going to lose its. I mean, the next week, this next upcoming, this weekend, and a few days in the next week, everyone's going to talk about this. Yep. And then it's going to go dead until either a Heroes episode comes out or a movie or just any news of the brand comes out. And then. So between, you know, like the 27th through the 10th of the, like, in the span there, no one talks about Dragon Ball. I think also <laughs> creators of, like, let's just say anime for right now, they really, they don't say it, but they lean on people like us who make content or, like, the top of the mm-hmm. content of Unrelented and Geekdom and Sand Scholar because... I mean, we're making this episode right now about the chapter. We're going to make another episode a couple of days about the movie. So, like, if people during that time frame where they don't, like, we don't have any content, some people are like, oh, let me go listen to what L7C said about the chapter so I can refresh um, yeah. before. Because, I mean, that's when most, so a lot of people listen to our stuff is a couple weeks before the next one because they're like, oh, let me listen to refresh on the chapter so I know what's going on if there's no spoilers or anything like that. So yep. they rely on people who love Dragon Ball and that's a lot of people, especially on the YouTube and Twitter and all that. So yep. man, it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. I can't wait. Mitch, you got any any closing things you want to say? Shout outs, the usuals? No, not today. Just thanks for everyone for the support. Continue uh um continue to appreciate everything that you guys do for us. Just uh uh uh, like, sub, subscribe, uh, tell your friends about us, you know, I mean, just, uh, we appreciate all your support and, um, 
if you're on any sort of social media or whatnot, you know, leave a comment or, um, and, uh, just get socially engaged. And, uh, we appreciate all of you guys really do. Oh, shout out to Justin as well, our producer. He does a fantastic job listening to my BS and, uh, you know, uh, whenever he, uh, produces any, uh, you know, beats or whatnot, give him a listen, give him some love and, uh, you know, Give him a shout out in case, uh, you know, maybe he's uh, looking to explore and branch and uh, who knows, get his tapes out there. So don't be a troll because we'll come after you. I'm yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't play games with trolls. So just, just so you know, like that might encourage some people to be a troll, but I don't care. I will get the last word in. You, you will, you will get tired. I don't care. <laughs> But yeah, besides that, same stuff Mitch said. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, make sure you like, rate, comment, subscribe. Thank you, Mitch, for being on. This chapter definitely delivered. Uh, we're going to be excited for the next chapter. We are going to talk We are going to talk about the movie. We do know it got announced, and we're going to have our thoughts on that in the coming days because that deserved his own uh, podcast. And we did talk about Vegeta, and maybe on that movie one, we might hit that Heroes episode because Vegeta had a in our opinion, a very sweet transformation. It was pretty sweet. And where that could potentially lead maybe the real um, I don't even know if I should call a super the real one. Technically Heroes is the real and they've been going on longer. But the more mainstream canon series Dragon Ball Super to explore those mixtures of transformations because that is, uh, that's really cool. And then my also last thing before we sign up Frieza, June 20th show up. Elite. Fingers crossed. And with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. You guys take care. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care. <laughs>